Hello and welcome to the Youth Mentor Podcast. This is your short burst of inspiration, tips and research about teens for parents, educators and mentors. I'm your host, Amanda Rootsy, founder of Teen Personal Development School, Shine From Within and coach to incredible youth mentors all over the world. Now, I certainly don't know it all, so I interview the experts about what's going on for youth today. From psychological insights to really practical advice, this is your moment of inspiration, motivation, and a few laughs amidst the crazy and ever-changing world of teens and tweens. Welcome. In this episode, I'm so excited to introduce you to Anika Vassell. She is a psychologist from the UK with over 25 years of experience specializing in adolescent behavior. Having spent her own teenage years disconnected from parents, Anika has gone on to dedicate her life in supporting young people, parents, and professionals by sharing the practical tools that help in avoiding the distress, instability, and vulnerability that is often felt during this developmental stage. I really loved this chat with Anika. She does not tiptoe around the issues. She's really focused on the parent approach and making sure that there's a whole family supportive system in place when there are issues happening at home. And she really got to the crux of what some of the common problems are that parents might be facing with their adolescent child. If you've got young people in your life, if you've got kids that might be teens soon, I think you're going to really enjoy this podcast episode. It's full of nuggets of wisdom and will absolutely motivate you to be an even better parent, mentor, teacher, whatever it is that you do in the world with young people. Enjoy. Thanks. Thanks so much for being here, Anika. I'm, I'm really looking forward to having a chat with you today. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, um, to start with, could you tell us a little bit about what you do, Anika, and, and what you offer for parents and organisations? Yeah, so I work predominantly with parents. So I'm a teen behaviourist and parent advocate. And um, the work that I do is mainly working directly with parents. I often, I sometimes work with um, young people, but never without the parents' involvement. That's something that I'm quite keen to do in empowering parents with a lot of the skills and tools that that I would use as a professional independently. Mm, I love that idea of of making sure that that they're there and they're involved because I guess that's where the long-lasting change is going to happen, isn't it? Absolutely. That is fundamental to my ethos. You know, it's all right me going in there and um, putting out fires for an hour a week with a child, but I think the fundamental changes empowering parents with with the tools and the knowledge to to continue the work that I do so yes I am yes a big advocate of parents being skilled up yeah fantastic and so what's uh, what's your background in this in this space I know you're so my background, I have been working with young people for ooh, over 25 years now. So um, quite a lot of experience in the field. Um, I started out working in children's homes. I've worked in young offenders institutes. So in a secure unit with young offenders, um, you know, all, all around behaviour. At one point I had six children living with me when I worked at a, um, a school for children who struggled in mainstream and were struggling at home so it was a uh, boarding school um, and they I was the house parent so I had six children with behavioral difficulties living with me and I think that's where I you know, learnt my most most of my skills it was kind of yeah 
um, Bear Grylls Survivor. Do you know Bear Grylls over there in Australia? No, what's that? No, you don't know. Okay, he's um, <laughs> a survival taskmaster. So yeah, he does lots of survival programs. So um, yes, it felt a bit like that. You know, the first few weeks there, it was, yeah, I really had my work cut out with these six children but you know had some of the most enjoyable moments there you know fantastic memories once we got through those those barriers so I say that was my training ground really working with difficult um young people um I've opened a school as well which is for um, children who are on the verge of exclusion or have been excluded from mainstream school um so again looking at behavioral difficulties and challenging those behaviors and um, yes, but what I've been doing for the last four, five years is um, working with parents directly. So skilling them up in workshops, looking at um, yeah tools that they can use just to facilitate the relationship because um, teens tend to, or during the adolescent um, period, the relationship tends to shift and change it can break down and uh you know i believe that young people at that age are very vulnerable and still do need their parents input and um so yes i look to facilitate those relationships amazing and so when a parent does come to you and they're having some issues with their teen what are sort of your go-to suggestions in the first instance for those parents or is it just always so different depending on the issues I mean, it it is always so different, but fundamentally, the main thing that I do with parents um, is building their confidence to take on board and take the challenge and, um, you know, deal with what's in front of them. So no hiding, um, you know, really facing up and acknowledging what's going off in their household. And, um, you know, it's it's not easy. It's it's tough and I'm I'm tough and, you know, it's real. Um, But actually, it's instilling in them that they have got the skills and the tools to address what's going off in the home so there's a you know a real lack of confidence in parents that's what I'm finding and you know feeling that um you know the challenge is too great and when um you know children put up a fight that you know they don't know what to do and I'm no these children need us to hold those boundaries to uh, take on the challenge and if we're not doing it then somebody else will they'll go to somewhere somewhere else you know it's about you know building that respect and that trust during that time and letting that child know that you are not going anywhere and you are you know principal in 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 their lives at that that time you're still principal um person in their lives so and they need you and you need each other so you know, it really is about building confidence in parents, I'd say, to deal with their child and to deal with the services, you know, that they might encounter. So teachers at schools, um, doctors even, you know, social services, if they have to come in, um, you know, making sure that they have the confidence to put on the table what it is that they want and what, what it is that they need. Oh, I I'm think that all sounds incredible and from what I saw on your website um, you mentioned that you get straight into straight talking sessions and I can I can see already that it would be so I do I do and you know what it's um the feedback that I get is is it's fantastic. I just keep it real, to be honest, keep it real. And, um, you know, very much coming from a 
ethos of non-judgment parents are always feeling guilty we feel guilty as soon as you know before they even arrive we're feeling guilty and chastising ourselves no you know we just get on with it we are doing the best that we can for our children and we love them more than anybody else uh, we're going to do what we can for our children we don't need the judgment and the you know the, the constant criticism that parents get um, no, it's nobody's fault. I think that children go through phases and we need to be skilled as adults, as um, parents, to be able to address the, the issues that, that come up and um, empower ourselves with the knowledge and, and the tools. So, yeah, um, no judgment, no blame, but, you know, let's get stuck in and deal with this. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so <laughs> um, what do you see as, as some of the most common problems that parents are facing with their, with their adolescents? Common problems, um, they all kind of stem from a breakdown in relationship, um, mostly. Obviously, mental health is a, a massive issue, which, um, you know, goes into all kinds of realms and all kinds of, um, oh, yeah, just some, some horror, real horror stories. And, so, you know, parents are dealing with some real tough issues around mental health. But um, in terms of the relationship, in terms of the issues or the risk taking behavior or the, um, you know, the breakdown in, in, in respect and relationships in the home, it does stem from um, building that relationship, keeping that relationship going and alive. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, that would be a common theme, again, that I would, would address, building confidence and relationships. Yeah, great. So making sure that they're, they're always reconnecting and, and are there for them and, and that the, the child knows they're there no matter what. So that when yeah, the issue does come up. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about those tough issues as well, you know, that you, all of those uncomfortable conversations that you don't want to have with your child, um, you know, we need to be having them. We need to be making sure that we are open to uh, those questions and those conversations because if we're not having those conversations with them, they will be having them elsewhere. So our viewpoint, our, um, you know, our, our, what we want to instill in our children needs to be at the centre. So they're going to get information from everywhere else, but we need to be making sure that we're passing on our values or our, um, our belief systems as well. They need to understand what, where we, what we believe um, as somebody. So they're not just hearing things from outside. Um, of the home that's you know that that's key and so I do say to parents if, if you're not talking about those issues they'll be talking about somebody else, talking about them with somebody else so you know we need to step up yeah it makes so much sense and I can imagine that because we've got so much access to information these days it would be easy to take that approach of oh well they, they can find it out anywhere mm, you know, yeah I mean they can they can and you know, different, different people have, are going to have different viewpoints, um, you know, and, and our child at the end of the day will make their own, their, you know, they come to their own conclusions. But I do believe that the parent's voice needs to be amongst whatever else is circling around them. You know, mm -hmm. if we know that child, if we've got their best interest at heart more than anybody else, then yes, absolutely. They need to know what we think on, you know, key subjects or that, that are circling around and, you know, allow our children to to um, discuss and bring the challenge as well so you know open up those conversations and talk about the the uncomfortable stuff yeah yeah and I guess that they're going to be gone soon and that time goes in such a flash as well mm -hmm. doesn't it so it's 
yeah, it's important to, to step up in that, in those moments. So in your experience, uh, what are some of the destructive thought processes that, that could come up for teens that, and, and how can parents and educators or mentors support and give that positive guidance on those issues? I know it's a big question, but I saw it somewhere on your website and thought, oh, I want to I know more about that. Yeah, destructive thought processes. I think mm-hmm. it all comes down to, um, you know, the, the self-thought. Obviously, um, peers become a big, big thing um, during the adolescent years, um, their influence and trying to, you know, having the confidence not to be a people pleaser, having the confidence to be able to um, state and make their voice heard um, in an appropriate way. So even with my own children, I've got children aged 11 and 15 in a couple of weeks. Um, You know, at the school, I I make sure that they are able to voice their opinion um, in a respectful manner. And, you know, they've got to get the timing right as well. But that's something that I'm teaching my my children to be able to speak up when when they need to, to be able to challenge behavior that they see their friends get into to be able to um have the confidence to say no or to yeah challenge um you know the the thinking or the kind of mob um clique mentality that can go on that they don't have to be part of everything and actually they can be the voice of reason in that so um yeah trying not to always go along with the crowd trying to be able to step out of that um that bubble and have their own self sense of identity within that and actually um you know to that that's where they will garner respect as opposed to following and and going along with um everybody's ideas i want my children and the children that i work with to be you know to have strong solid foundations to know what they're doing from a sense of purpose of who they are and who they are deciding to be so that's kind of something fundamental that i you know i work on you know decide who you're going to be and work from there yeah, great. And so for, for parents that come to you and uh, because I can imagine that sometimes they're not getting in touch until things are, are quite serious. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if that communication breakdown's already occurred, the relationship breakdown um, has, has kind of happened already. Um, how do they get started with, with reconnecting and, and starting to build that trust again? Oh my gosh. Well, this is where it can be tough. Um, But I have to say to parents, don't be afraid of the battle. You know, if your Mm -hmm. child has been getting away with something for so long, and now all of a sudden you want to come in and put some rules in um, and and change things around, you're going to get resistance. Don't be afraid of that resistance. That's normal. That's and it's okay. And you you know, you don't back down once you get, um, you know, you know, the tantrum you know, see it as a tantrum. They're going to kick off. They're going to, um, you know, give you a bit more than what they've been giving you, but you don't back down. If you know in your heart that this needs changing, that this needs, um, you know, addressing, if it's, it's, it's going to be a challenge. So be prepared. That's the main, the main message I give parents that, you know, if you're going to take it on, be prepared for what's going to come because it's going to get worse uh, before it gets better. But once you get through that, oh it's um you know it's lovely it's beautiful on the other side oh anika i think every parent should have you in their corner while they're going through (laughs) so where Uh, can we find you 
you can find me at teenbehaviour.com. Um, so I'm, you can contact me, Anika, Anika at teenbehaviour.com. So it's teen-behaviour.com. You can send me an email. Um, I've also got a website, anikavassell.com, where you can find me. Um, and, you know, booking for a call, I, I give a, a, what do I call it? A there's no time frame on the call. So as long as it takes, and as long as it takes call. And in a lot of cases, I will sit on the phone with um, parents and in that call, then we get things sorted. We get an action plan put together. We're able to put in, um, you know, things that we are going to do. And, you know, I work with the parents and the family to address those needs. So often I don't have um, a second call from that. They've got an action plan and they're able to move forward with it or they're signposted to, um, you know, um, to services in their area. So, yes, that, that's where I would say start. Give me a call. Get in touch um, on the, that email. Thank you. Yeah, incredible. It sounds so generous of you, what you offer, and we'll include all the links in the show notes under the, under the podcast episode as well. Thank you Brilliant. for up so early to join us this morning, Anika, yeah. over in the UK. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> Thank you. Um, I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I can't wait to keep following along with, with all the work that you're doing and your, your new study as well with your, with your PhD. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Anika. Isn't she great? Thank you so much again, Anika, for being here. You can find Anika at teen-behaviour.com. And of course, if you head to shinefromwithin.com.au and click on the podcast, you'll find our show notes with extra links and information about Anika. You'll also find information about our teen programs, workshops and mother-daughter retreat that we've got running here in Australia this year, as well as our online youth mentor training, which is perfect for any adult that wants to develop more mentoring skills, put together workshops and programs for the teens in their community and build a business doing it. Have a wonderful morning, day, night, wherever you are in the world. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in. Mm -hmm.